What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello. Hello, everyone. This is your good friend, Patrick O'Dowd, welcoming you into, finally, the 2023 summer edition of Musical Chairs. That's right. Musical Chairs is finally brought to you by the ChairShot Radio Network on thechairshot.com, where we remind you to always use your head. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And to say it's been a journey, be an understatement. Wouldn't it, Dave? I am joined by David Ungar. The lawyer himself, my partner in crime, my hockey talk partner in crime extraordinaire. New laptop today from Mr. Ungar. We're very excited about this. I know he's very excited about this. Uh, but why am I doing all the talking, Dave? How you doing, man? Yeah, had to get it. Had to get a new laptop. The uh, the Surface Pro three finally just said no more, won't power up. So had to do something. Uncle. Yeah, Uncle got to use the wife's laptop last week, but she quickly put an end to that nonsense and said, "Get your own." So I did, and I got I got one with some power. It's like a, it's like one of these Acer gaming laptops that are relatively affordable. But yeah, this thing's got some pretty fun bells and whistles to it. Dude, believe me, I know all about the gaming laptop desires uh, of people out there. As I have a, an eleven year old who thinks he he wants a desktop. So yeah, that's even they're just even more power. Yeah, it's like the environmental footprint for the desktops is is hard to justify nowadays. But but I get it. They are, I mean, we're they are, are kind of cool. Anyway, yeah. We're already on fire. So, 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 and then Dave has to step away for a second. So I, uh, I don't know what's going on. What's what's happening, man? Oh, what, one of the do? one of the dogs got locked out and was clawing at the door to get in. Oh, those dogs! They they got to give their opinion on music. And Dave, I gotta say, it's been so long since one we've recorded any show, whether it be hockey talk or uh, or, or uh, musical chairs. But uh, for this, I had to, I had to go back into the Wayback Machine and like make sure I didn't double dip. And I'm still not sure if I'm double dipping or not. So stop me if you've heard it when it gets when it gets to that. But folks, for those of you, who I know I'm okay because like, I wrote down like last year near the end of season two, I wrote down the bands I wanted to. Come. So I've got I've got my I, list. Yeah, I have a I have a notepad. I have a notepad or something like that that also was the same. Like had like future. Future ones, let's see, not there, nope, nope, not on my phone anyway. So if I, folks, if, if I'm repeating, I'm terribly sorry. I don't think I'm repeating for this time around, uh, but folks, let, let's remind you what Musical Chairs is. So back when hockey season ended after the first round of Hockey Talk, first season of Hockey Talk, Dave and I were like, well, now what do we do? Because unlike other sort of off seasons, the, the NHL off season just doesn't really move much until it does. And there's been a few things here or there that have happened. Patrice Bergeron 
retired. Like that's huge in Boston and everybody's talking about it out here on the East coast. Cause you know, that's 19 year as a 19 year career hanging it up and, you know, good on him. The, the city has been honoring him on various sports networks everywhere, but like not much. So David and I were like, what do we, what are we going to do? Well, we, we love music. We, we come from two you know different decades where, you know, kind of the peak of our youth and music are in different spots. Like Dave is very much more of a, more of an eighties guy into the nineties. I'm more of a nineties guy into the early two thousands. Just, you know, we're about a decade apart. And, we then decided, wouldn't it be fun to start sharing sort of bands and artists, some you know, some you may not know, that are you know are important to us and have tunes that we love. And we we talk about the band a little bit before we then share a couple of tunes from that band's career. If it's a popular band, you know, we'll oftentimes try to do something that's a little more on the DL, uh, something that may not be one of those forefront things. For example, when I did my edition of Queen. I talked about my favorite uh, Queen song of all time, which is My Melancholy Blues, which is, for my money, one of the most beautiful pieces of, of music put on a rock album. And it's not even a little bit of rock at all. Just Freddie at a piano. So that's kind of the gist of it. Um, and, and I decided for me to, to go into the to sort of the out there uh, artists to start, Dave. How about you? What did you do? What did what did what did you without revealing? Because we haven't decided who's going first yet. Without revealing, um, my first one for season three is a very well known band with a kind of a an interesting story. This is one of these kind of like what could have been situations. Um, a little out of my a little bit earlier than the prime of my musical youth, you know, that sort of thing. But I mean, you know, I mentioned it to my wife and she got a big grin on her face. She goes, I love them. So, you know, they're there. It's it's a name. Everybody will recognize. Excellent. Excellent. So what we're going to do, um, I'll tell you what, since you got the recognizable name, I'll go first this time. We'll end with the familiar. We'll start with the with what I would present the less from uh, although the tunes aren't on. And we'll get to that when we talk about my band first. But before we do that, we're going to head into our first commercial break because that's the way we do things here. A little bit of an intro, pass the five minutes, take our first commercial break, and then I will come back and I will give my band for first episode of season three of Musical Chairs here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of Chairshot.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. 
All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Musical Chairs here on the ChairShot Radio Network, part of the ChairShot.com. Invest in us over at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the ChairShot. Dave, I got to tell you, very excited to share my uh, my choice for our 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 first episode in uh, in Musical Chairs. Oh, oh, oh! No big I mean, deal. No big deal. <laughs> uh, heard it. Uh, well, now I'm worried because. I wasn't I wasn't so much going to tell you the name of my band is just sort of play into how so this is gonna be interesting to see if this this works. I heard it on my recording, so fingers crossed. But um so one day I was tooling around looking for something to entertain the little O'Dowd that might help spark his interest in classical music. And so I find this video of what appears to be sort of a uh, an 18th, 17th century gathering to a concert hall. And these two men sit down, pull out cellos, and start playing this. So you're saying you didn't hear anything that was playing right there? It's kind of garbled and broken up. That's so weird. Pause this for a sec. Let's just pause. So... I was looking for this way to bring classical music to the little O'Dowd, but yet have it be some music that I thought would be. So I stumbled across this video and it it's set up this music video. It's set up with like this very period piece looking scenery with these folks that appear to be going to a concert of some sort. Think Amadeus. You remember the movie Amadeus by like those sorts of costumes, that sort of era of, or whatever. Now these people come in and they sit down for a stage and there's these two chairs and these two men walk in and they sit down and they start playing on the cello, each of them playing a cello. And it starts out with this very beautiful classical sounding piece, slowly starts to get faster and faster until out of nowhere, they're playing the song Thunderstruck by ACD. And this, Dave, is how I was introduced to the duo known as Two Cellos. Now, I was devastated last year and these guys announced that they were no longer going to be performing together. They are no longer together. But they are, um, there's a pair of musicians, uh, one by the name of, uh, I'm going to mess this name up. So just bear with me when I mess, when I, when I get these wrong. But Stepan Hauser from Pula, Croatia, and Luka Sulic from Maribor, Slovenia. They were, actually they met, while um, taking a master class in Pula in their team. They, they played at the Academy of Music in Zagreb. And later on, Sulich would study in Vienna, and they both start, studied in the UK. Uh, Sulich at London's Royal Academy of Music and Hauser at Trinity College, now known as Trinity Laban Conservatory of Music in London. And then finally at the Royal Northern College of Music. And they... They rose to prominence uh, by taking pop music for popular culture and, and basically playing them, you know, rewriting them and, uh, sorry, I'm losing, uh, arranging them uh, using their classical instruments in the cello. And they first got attention for folks by doing a cover of Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. It, uh, it popped up on YouTube. It got the attention of Elton John. They toured with Elton John. And then for basically 12 years, they have been touring together as a, as a duo and sadly they uh they broke up not too long ago 
like I said, just last year, basically because the two men wanted to head into different directions with, with what they were doing with their music. And so there's all kinds of tunes out there. You know, I just said uh, Thunderstruck, they covered Supermassive Black Hole. Uh, they, 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 they covered Flocks by Coldplay. Uh, just, just all over the place. And they're just a lot of fun. Uh, they covered, you'll appreciate this, they, they have their own rendition of the uh, theme song for the Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, just just great, great stuff. And so Thunderstruck was the, the two that really caught my attention. They put out six albums in their time together before they wrapped. And I only have three of them. I've got the other three on order uh, because I'm an old man and I like physical media and I can't just download it. I got I to gotta have it all. But they uh, they were really into ACDC. In fact, Sulich was once quoted telling the Sydney Morning Herald that they love ACDC as much as they love Johann Sebastian Bach. And he goes on to explain this because both ACDC and Bach are simple and convincing in what they do. And so there's, it's everything from TV themes and movie themes to... to um, they have this song called... Uh, uh, I'm going to mess it up, called the Champions March or something like that, uh, that was played uh, as part of the UE, UEFA, the 2018 UEFA Champions League final. They, they've just, they've been together. They, they had a lot of fun. And it was like this great six albums in 12 years uh, of music that really was a, is an amazing blend of music from popular culture into, a, a, into and as, as well as including classical themes, music, and sound. Uh, I love them to death. I hope you give them some time to, to check them out. Check out their videos. Their videos are really fun. The Thunderstruck video is great. The Pirates of the Caribbean video is uh, is great. The two tunes that I'm going to recommend that I personally love, they do a cover of a song from a very popular movie. You might remember it as Rocky Three. Eye of the Tiger is, is done as a cover. It's really, really cool. I enjoyed it thoroughly. And then their 2018 album, I do believe, is maybe the 2015 album. I'm going to get them wrong now because I'm not not looking at them. But they have an album called Cello, 2015. Celloverse, C-E-L-L-O-V-E-R-S-E. The titular song from that album is quite, quite good and is what I would say is an excellent gateway drug into listening to classical music and this these beautiful beautiful instruments uh, um, instruments because a, a cello is just it's it can be just this wonderful rich beautiful sound and i thoroughly enjoyed them and you should too give them a look that is my season three What's episode the, uh, one what was the second song called cello verse c-e-l-l-o-e-r-s-e they have tons of they have tons of music videos by the way available online both live performances and actual videos. They did Smells Like Teen Spirit. Uh, as a Queen fan, they did the song show, The Show Must Go On. They've done, they did Welcome to the Jungle. Like, you name it. It, it seemed like they did it. Uh, and so I can't recommend them. Cool. I I have not heard of these guys before, but uh, anybody who can do fun, exciting things with cellos. But, I, yeah. I, um, I was really sad that they broke, like that, that they went their separate ways. It doesn't sound like it was particularly like, gross or anything it sounds like they have moved into different directions and want to do different things with the music uh, i was really sad though because they played locally and i missed them like they did a mohegan con uh a mohegan casino show 
Hingan Sun Arena show, and I passed on it because I was I was there for a different concert and couldn't justify them spending more money on another concert because while they're great and people haven't heard of them, they're still big enough that they're expensive. Uh, Elton John thought enough of them to record a tune with them. So, oh wow, I just okay. kind of tells you all. Yeah, he was uh, he was a pretty big, he was a big deal. Yeah, so, I've not heard of these it, guys, folks. but I'm I got I'm I'm looking forward to checking out the songs you've recommended. At least check out the at least check out the Thunderstruck video too, because I think you'll you'll appreciate. Well, I mean, it. I had the tiger. I had the tiger is going to be that's going to be a jam. It is a jam. It's always a jam. So and cello well, verse. All right, folks. Cello verse is broad enough for anything. That sounds cool. right. Two cellos. That's Patrick O'Dowd's selection. We're going to take our second commercial break. When we come back, David Ongar will regale you with his choice for his episode one of season three. You are listening to Musical Chairs here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. All right. Welcome back to Musical Chairs here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of thechairshot.com, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot for all of your chairshot merchandise needs. No, uh, no musical chairs shirt, Dave, though. I don't know that we deserve one with how bad we've been about putting out episodes. Yeah, I, I don't know if Greg will support that. That's uh, that's for sure. But <laughs> that's, Well, it's our vanity project. This is our vanity project. That's right. This, this, is, this is the one that, that's just ours, and it's, it's, it's yeah, our baby. We, so. we got hopped up on Coke, and we were like, this is genius. That's not, that's not true. We didn't get hopped up on it. Coca-Cola, maybe, but not... Not the yes. other, not the goods, not the Tony. Okay, okay it's a hell of a drug. It is. Ask Tony Khan. Oh, it's so. a great, great game. <laughs> That's right. All right, man. So. Your turn to lay it on us, man. My band is, and it's it's kind of, uh, like I said earlier, this is one of these bands where you look at their history and you think, man, what could have been with these guys had X happened instead of Y and, and this and that and the other. And, and it's interesting you mentioned Patri- uh, Bergeron's retirement from the Boston Bruins because the band I'm choosing is Boston. So uh, Boston's one of these bands that I, I kind of liken them. They have a sort of a similarity to the Foo Fighters in that the first Boston album was basically Tom Schultz in a studio that he created doing all the songs, doing all the, all the instruments and all that sort of thing. And coming up with uh, what would arguably be one of the greatest Records in American history from the 70s, I guess, the late 70s, Boston's debut album. And I don't know if you like this band or not, Pat. I'm assuming you do. But... Oh, I love, I, I'm, I'm highly approved of Boston. Okay. Now, I, I, in fact, I have their first album. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, all of us do. And I think, you know, the, the story right. behind them and, you know, the first album kind of where Schultz turns in all these demo tapes to these various labels and, and a lot of them pass on it, you know. Looking at it in hindsight, like that was a bad move. And then I think like CBS was the one who kind of went with them and ran with this thing. And then they were kind of like, hey, you got to you got to go out there on tour and support this album. And he had to put together a band, which is similar to what Dave Grohl had to do with the first Foo Fighters album. And um, and again, similar to Foo Fighter, Foo Fighters, uh, Schultz puts together a hell of a band headed by 
you know, we talk a lot on the, I know like Queen's your favorite band, one of my favorites. And we're always looking at Freddie Mercury as kind of like the, the, um, the litmus test for vocals and saying, okay, he's up here. Who do you look at and put in vocally and say, yeah, they're in the conversation, you know, and Brad Delp is probably one of those guys with a voice that you would look at and say, yeah, this guy can really sing. And, you know, you got him as a front man. You've got all the other players involved. The first Boston album was 17 million copies. I mean, just a immense success. And then, you know, they come out with the second album, Don't Look Back, in 1978, two years later. But there were even kind of problems going on with that album coming out. And I, I think that album is vastly underappreciated in the grand scheme of things because, you know, how is it going to how is it going to match up with that first epic one? But then things really go off the rails with Tom Schultz being just this absolute perfectionist. I don't know how many lawsuits him and CBS had. A lot. A lot of lawsuits and a lot of things going on. And, and you know, when Boston signed, they signed, what was it? like? It's like a, they had to put out uh, six albums in 10 years or is it 10 albums in six years? Probably six in 10 years. Needless to say, they did not accomplish that because... It's an eight-year gap. Yeah, that's very aggressive anyway. Yeah, it's an eight-year gap between Don't Look Back and Third Stage. And, you know, any moment... I mean, they, that's like Metallica levels of delays between albums. And and it really... Like a tool. Yeah, a tool, exactly. And Third Stage was a really good record. But I think most of, you know, Boston's momentum by that point in time had, had really started to wane. And, you know, and, and it was Schultz kind of getting in these pissing contests with these record companies... Uh, being a perfectionist, not wanting to be on a timetable. This will get done when it gets done, that sort of thing. And that's great from a creative standpoint. Not so great from the f- standpoint of, hey, we're a record company and we're not putting out any records by you guys. And this is kind of a problem. So, you know, and, and it obviously it strained the relationship between the band members and, and Delp would go on and, and do RTZ for a little while which you know was a fun project and he would come back and then they would have a different vocalist and uh drawing a blank on his name right now but and then they were, had a period of time where there were two both vocalists were on there and it just it got really disjointed you know some of the stuff that came and then there's like a 10-year gap between the third album and the fourth album so they were always one of these bands when i was growing up in the 80s and stuff like that and and you know we all fell in love with more than a feeling and everything off the first record and you just were like what is this next album coming out why hasn't there been a new album what happened to these guys they were on top of the world musically just one of the best bands out there schultz is a great guitarist great musician great you know composing all that kind of stuff but yeah it's just one of these things where i wonder always have wondered man if they just if things had just gone a little bit differently for these guys you know, are we talking about them in the same breath as like a Queen or Led Zeppelin or somebody like that instead of just like they're not flashes in the pan by any stretch of the imagination, but they could have been so much more than what they were. So I thought it sucks. And then, of course, Dalt takes his own life in 2007 uh, amidst a myriad of mental problems and stuff like that. But so it's a tragic story. But uh, yeah, Boston always been one of my favorite bands. And as a guitarist, you know, Schultz with all the hammer-ons and the pull-offs and that sort of thing, all of us guitarists emulated that. But I'll uh, defer to you. Obviously, they're, you know, this is a band pretty well-known to most people. I mean, who hasn't, in a bar, tried to belt out big notes in more than a few? Right. But, like, who hasn't? Who hasn't? And nobody can do it. Like, I, I, I pride myself on my ability to sing Queen Tune. And and believe and I believe that I and I believe that I sing them pretty well, and I've had people tell me that I sing and sound very good. 
but I can't, I can't do that. Like I, I can't, you know, slip, like it slips away. Like there's no, like I close my eyes and it does not slip. Like it slips away in the worst way ever. Like it's just not good. So yeah, excellent, excellent choice. It's definitely one of those bands that I am instantly, I'm like, Oh, seventies classic rock, just, you know, just some good tunes that you can groove to. Uh, and yeah, I can't, I can't argue against that choice. Nick. I think that's a, that's a great choice. I like it. Uh, it's funny that you picked them today. Cause I actually was thinking about Boston, um, as a, as a possibility down the road. So sorry, you, uh, you win. You win this round, sir. Well, no, I, and I love your comments on on Brad Delp because I know you're a singer, and you know I I I've, I've sung right. my fair share of stuff. I'm I'm okay at it, but um, yeah, his voice is unique with that range that he's got, and just you know some of it's and he sings and it's like very heartfelt in some places, and then there's stuff where you know it's like foreplay and things like that where it's a different sort of uh, you know. And Freddie was the same way. Robert Plant's kind of the same way. Um, you know, but right. Delp Delp was a, a unique character. That's that's for sure. But the two songs I'm going to pick for them, both of them are off their second album, which I said earlier. I don't think this one gets enough love. Um, one of them's feeling satisfied, which I love the guitar for that. I mean, and and just the guitar and the way that it fades into like certain parts. The Schultz is great in that, and, and Tom Schultz is a whatever you might think about him from the standpoint of he's too much of a perfectionist. He's this, that, the other. Dude, he was a tremendous guitarist. Uh, the last one is "A Man I'll Never Be," which is just a, a great uh, kind of a ballad sort of song, and 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 a lot is going on in that song. And the video has been online truncated from seven minutes down to three. Um, love that song. So those are the two Boston songs I got, both from the second record. Which yeah, I just it's an underrated record in my opinion. That's right. It's a it's interesting when you consider kind of the the burden of being a genius or a prodigy when it comes to music and composition because it can it can make you you know famous thousands 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 of you know thousands and thousands upon millions of records sold or you could flame out you know for every for every brian wilson who was able and, and even he you know he went through some shit but for every brian wilson who i anybody who you would talk to would argue is a genius composer um, you have a you have a story that that matches that of Schultz. So it's uh you know it's it's tough and you never know how it's gonna hit and you never out know how it's gonna work and, and that's the challenges of managing a band. Uh so on that happy note, wow. we we're gonna wrap up our first episode of season three of Musical Chairs for the record again. Once again, Dave went with Journey. Or not Journey, sorry, Boston, <laughs> not Journey. Wow. Journey's the Journey's the, the the stepsister, the stepsister of Boston. Come on, you know everybody confuses Boston. Well, they do, sort of. They do. Maybe. There's a there's a similar sound there, a little a little less, but anyway, uh, those San Franciscans, uh, you know, they're doing their own thing with the Boston Korean guy and Steve, yeah. Steve and Steve Perry is just chilling up in, at a Giant Stadium because that seems to be what he does: watch their. Uh, or not Giant Stadium, or Candlestick Park, or whatever they call it now. Um, and I went with two cellos. Uh, those are your two bands. Dave will have samples of all four of the songs that we laid out for you uh, at the end of this podcast. I like this. Two completely different directions is what makes musical chairs so fun a lot of times for the two of us. I can't wait to see what we bring to the table next week. Because, yes, we will have another one next week, even though we are rolling into August, which means we're immediately going to have Patrick go down taking a day off or two coming up because it's going to be about time to bring the kiddies back to campus and that's always a good time 
Is and there, you, have time, you done your it. Cape Cod vacation? We didn't do Cape Cod. Oh, you we went, went to the, the Wisconsin Dells. That's right, right. Okay. So we did the Wisconsin Dells. That was it. No, no Cape Cod vacation. No, our next vacation is back to Orlando to go hang out with the mouse Thanksgiving week. Ooh, so that'll be. And then, oh, dude, we're going season pass. I told you. I, you right? told me. Like, yeah. Our annual pass. Yeah, you told me. Annual pass. Because we're going back in April. Going back in April to stay on property at, uh, at probably the Fort Wilderness Resort. It's going to be great. Uh, Anyway, that not, Patrick O'Dowd's vacation plans have nothing to do with these, Jerry. We're rambling. <laughs> Let's could. get out of here. It Dave, could. tell everybody where they can find you on. Yeah, we're running a tight ship today. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you on the socials and on the chair shot we well, You can find me on, on, on whatever Twitter's called nowadays at Patrick's Travel Itinerary. No, um, at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G. I don't know if it's Twitter or X anymore, and I don't care. And Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. Oh, you can find me on the X Twitter. Let's we'll call it X Twitter. Uh, <laughs> at Wrestling Realist. That's at W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T. Same handle if you want to try and follow me over at Threads. I am on Threads now. Ooh, I got to follow None you. None of my followers there. came with me. I got to follow you. But, yeah. Uh, and, and of course, you can catch me every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on the Chair Shot Radio Network. Monday, talking nerdy stuff on Bandwagon Nerds. Tuesdays, talking hockey or music with Dave here. And Wednesdays, talking wrestling with Craig DeMarco. And yeah, that's going to do it for this week's edition of Musical Chairs. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch you next week. This has been Musical Chairs on the ChairShot Radio Network, part of the ChairShot.com.
Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.